Royal Town Talking, podcast for what's on in Sutton Coalfield. Hello and welcome to the revamped podcast, Royal Town's Talking for what's on in Sutton Coalfield, for all things news, chat and what's on. We have some great things planned during the course of these podcasts and some awesome guests, so don't forget to hit that subscribe button. This morning we're joined by Tracy Spare, Director of the Royal Sutton Fun Run. Right. Morning, Tracy. Good morning. Thanks very much for joining us today on our inaugural podcast. Um, we'll have a little chat about what's going on in the uh, Sutton Coalfield area and then we can uh, chat about the Sutton Fun Run, which I believe is, uh, well, it's launching on the 3rd, so that was last Saturday just gone. Yes, yes, we're, so we're, we're just coming up to... So at the end of the first week of registrations, um, which obviously, um, hopefully this year we'll get even more people participating. Yeah. Um, we had a good increase last year. Um, obviously, 2022, when we emerged from COVID, was a difficult year because we got the hangover from 2020. Uh, but last year, over 180,000 was raised. We had over 4,000 people register. We're aiming this year and hoping that we might get closer to or even beyond 5,000 participants. Amazing. I mean, it was such a great event last year. The weather was so good. It was perfect, really, yeah. because on the, in the morning we'd gone through that period where we'd had a lot of grey, yeah. dull, cold yeah. mornings. And I was in the park at three o'clock and it was clear sky and I was thinking, this is going to be a hot one. Yeah. And then the cloud came um, and literally, I think the sun burst through at 11 o'clock when we started yeah. and got quite warm quite quickly. Um, but obviously dry conditions are better for everybody concerned, whether you're participating or whether you're a spectator. Um, and there's water out on the course, so there's no real problems there. No. Um, it's just worse if it's miserable and grey yeah, and wet. Nothing worse than when it's no. wet. But it's... I must admit, looking down last year onto the town centre from Mill Street, um, it, the, the town centre was heaving and people yeah. were reporting from around the course that the crowds are probably bigger than ever. Oh, and I think last year was probably the first real event post-Covid that didn't have that hangover. Um, and people wanted to come out and celebrate and, and support people and family and friends that were out participating. Definitely. Yeah, no, definitely. I, well, I mean, we totally enjoyed it. It was such good fun. And um, thanks for letting us uh, cover it for you. And uh, we're looking forward to doing again the same this year. Well, no, thank you for, for doing the photos because it's there's nothing worse than not having a record of no, the event. No. Um, and there were some great photos and, and people, obviously, we've, we're all carrying a a camera around with us in our yeah, phones yeah. but it's not quite the same getting somebody who's independent of that and picking out that that one moment yeah and there's some lovely photos particularly with the, some of the kids yeah um just turning around in fancy dress or just <laughs> you know not even being recognized that they're being photographed and just um there's some just some lovely expressions yeah. of people uh, and people smiling and enjoying the day and enjoying themselves which for a long time obviously we just weren't able to because we weren't able to go out and do no. that no, it was great. Absolutely brilliant. Right, okay, so let's have a little chat about what's happening in uh, Sutton Coalfield, shall we? We've just had the uh, news that the Grace Church Centre has finally uh, been sold and is now uh, going to be uh, redeveloped. Uh, hopefully it'll be sometime in our lifetime, but uh, we'll wait and see. I don't know if you've heard any timescales on it at all or... No, I, I've met the one of the directors from the, the new owners um, and had a very positive meeting. Obviously, it's, it's primarily to, to do with the fun run. I'm delighted to say that they've come on board and they're supporting the event this year, which is re-establishing a link that we had with the Grace Church back in the early years, yeah. the first 10 years. Yeah. But I, it was a very positive meeting and, and uh, they're acutely aware of the problems in Sutton um, and they're obviously, that their expertise in is in repurposing. Yeah. Um, sites and they've obviously got very uh, good ideas of how best to redevelop the centre um, to meet and be fit for purpose in the current climate and moving forward um, I, I've got no idea exactly what the plans will be I'm sure that they've got plans well advanced uh, and I'm sure and I'm also certain that we're going to see some fairly rapid changes oh good I mean that's that's the one thing I think everybody's you know 12-18 months now maybe even two years yeah, it, it's been the master plan, the master plan. And uh, everybody's saying, okay, so we've got this master plan, but what is happening? Nothing's been moving forward, has it? And it's just uh, nice to see now that finally 
something's moving forward. We know who's got it. We know what's happening. It's a Solihull company or a company based in Solihull and then a big financial company, isn't it? I think from London or something. Yeah, but, but I'll go back, if you don't want, I'll go back 15, 20 years. Birmingham City Council had this big master plan. Yeah. Um, we were going to have an underground car park, a new hall walk. We were going to have Tree Line Boulevard from the cinema. Yeah. Uh, the, the parade was going to be pedestrianised. And I remember sitting in Sutton and looking at the plan as they'd got a model there and asking when this was going to happen. And the answer was when a private developer comes in. Uh, and they were going to you know, lay the first brick. Yeah. It just didn't materialise, and I. But I think now that there's obviously a lot of people involved, including the town council, uh, the, you know, Andy Street, the mayor, um, Andrew Mitchell, the MP. Uh, there's a lot of people that are pushing to get action, and I think, I think the people of Sutton are desperate to spend their money in Sutton. Yeah. Um, they don't want to go elsewhere. They want to be able to come into Sutton. They want to be able to shop. They want to enjoy restaurants and food leisure activities, yeah. recreational activities. And I think that the, the plans that we've seen released yeah. a couple yeah. of weeks ago um, indicate that that's what's on, on yeah. the table. And I think that, um, as I, I've said for a while, Grace Church itself has, uh, or Sutton Town Centre has never really had a soul. No. Um, if you want, there's nowhere, there's been nowhere for people to come in the evenings, no. whether it's to have a meal, whether it's to go temping bowling mm -hmm. or whatever. And I think now... Um, the vision will be that they want to bring people into Back the heart into of town, something. Yeah, uh, and we've never had that really since since Grace Church was built. No, I suppose the the only time you can think about it is what back to the eighties Park Avenue days, and I mean that was it, wasn't it? it was Park Avenue Roses, maybe. Yeah, and that yeah. was about it, wasn't it? Yeah. And uh, yeah, okay, they were mainly aimed at the more younger market, but it'd be nice to have some nice restaurants where people can actually come in, like in the old days. I'm trying to think of them. They were all at the top end, right? Was it the Bon Vivert, the beautiful French restaurant at the top end of Sutton? Uh, We've always had restaurants just around the outskirts side, of the town centre. Never in the middle. Never actually yeah. in the town centre so. that people can come and enjoy. And I think that um, I'm, I'm sure that is in the plan, mm -hmm. and I'm sure that we, it, you know, it will come to fruition because um, obviously we've had the announcement of the ten million pounds investment, and uh, as I said, uh, Birmingham Property Group, they they know what they're doing, that is their yeah. expertise. And, and I'm really confident that finally we, we're going to see some action, which people in Sutton have been desperate for. Fingers crossed. We'll keep uh, we'll keep an eye on that one and we'll keep, uh, keep everybody up to date on that as we're going along. Okay, well, let's have a little chat about, uh, seeing as we're talking about shopping centres, Mere Green and what's happening in Mere Green. Um, I think we've just had um, the new, well, Flare windows, they've just uh, been announced. They're in the process of modernising the shop and redeveloping the shop. And there's a new patisserie, Wilton's. Have you heard anything about that one in the middle, in the old Lloyds Bank? Um, only what I've read. Um, and they seem to be very keen to move into um, this area. Um, uh -huh. They call this area Birmingham. Uh, we know it's not Birmingham. Yeah. It, you know, <laughs> it's me. Four Oaks, it's Sutton Carfield. Uh, but this is the sort of area they want to relocate yeah. in. And from what I've read... I think what they, they have on offer will, will be well-received and I think they'll do very well. Yeah, it's more sort of high-end, isn't it? It's that sort of... And uh, it's something different that, yeah. that uh, Mere Green doesn't have no. and, and indeed doesn't have. No, it doesn't, so I think, it? I think it'll be well-received and I'm sure um, it, they'll, they'll do well once they yeah. open. Good, good. Yeah, it's nice to know that. It's, I mean, it's, it's nice to see that finally... Um, I was driving past the other morning and I saw that they'd... Um, just started the demolition work on the old Waitrose and uh, Lloyd House. So finally, again, something happening there. I mean, the boards have been up for a couple of months, but we're on the looks like we're on the move there. So thoughts on Aldi going there? Good idea, bad idea, without being too... Uh... <laughs> um, I mean, I, I don't live in the area now, um, certainly not in Sutton, but um, it's going to be... Obviously, there was, a, there was a supermarket there beforehand, and I know there are a lot of concerns about traffic and and um, access in and out. Um, you wouldn't think it would be too worse than it was when it was no. when Waitrose was open. No. Um, I suppose it gives people more choice. At least um, there is a retailer going there and it's just not another empty unit. Yeah. Um, and it'll be brand new, so it'll be redeveloped. Um, time will tell, I suppose, as to, um, you know, obviously 
when Little opened opposite Sainsbury's, uh, I think a lot of people were hesitant and worried about the traffic concerns there. And I'm sure at peak times, it is very busy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, again, it could be one of these, um, we have to wait and see. Wait and see. Okay. But, but it does give people choice yeah. um, uh, as to where they would like to shop. Yeah, and I think, yeah, okay, people are going to say, well, we've got Aldi, we've got Little, we've got uh, Sainsbury's, M&S, you know, yeah, another supermarket. But... As you say, it's choice, you know, and it's what people want these days. They all seem to want this choice, you know, well, I want to buy this from there, and I want to buy this from M&S. I mean, I remember, you know, my mum was a great one. She used to, like, go to Sainsbury's for all her shopping and get a sherry from Sainsbury's, but, you know, her food and everything straight to Mark's expenses for her food. And, uh, but, yeah, it's uh, it's choice, personal choice, all of it. Absolutely. Okie dokie, right. Okay. Right, um, carrying along uh, with what's happening out and about, let's uh, go back to Bracebridge, Bracebridge Restaurant, uh, which is, uh, was a bit of a shock to everybody, I think, when it actually closed. Uh, some say, no, it wasn't a surprise, but uh, still a shock, I think. Uh, popular, and obviously the coffee shop, the, the shed, or whatever you want to call it, was extremely popular with walkers getting there, getting the sandwiches and whatever in the morning. And now we have this Michelin-starred chef who's got the restaurant. I can't think of his name off the top of my head. And the the coffee shop or kiosk, for want of a better word, that is now a sip and slice. Have you uh, had a chance to sample yet? Or Not yet, no. I think it's only just opened. Yeah. Um, I've read about it, um, and obviously it was very popular uh, beforehand with with walkers through some yeah. park and I'm sure they'll do very well again I think there's um, they've done some additional work in putting canopies up and extra seating to encourage people to, to either you know, to take away or yeah. to, to sit down um, and I, obviously it's a, it's a good location in the park but it's, a, it's a fabulous location in the park for the restaurant yeah. and a good location for the kiosk for people who are out um, on a walk whether it's at the weekend or during the week um, and again You've got a fantastic location there, um, and I think if, uh, if if it's positioned correctly in terms of pricing and what's available, uh, I'm sure they'll do well. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. You know, Michelin star chef. You know, we're going to have all this, you know, fancy food. You know, which is going to be out of reach, I would say, to the majority of people. Uh, you know, fine dining. Um, you know, all these tasting menus and everything else, you're looking like £100 a head or whatever. I'm, I'm very interested to see how it's going to, as you say, position itself food-wise and price-wise. Um, it would be interesting to see whether it's different from what we've seen at the, yeah, the other restaurants. Yeah. Um, uh, so I, I suppose it's, again, it's a wait and see what the menu is and the pricings are. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm sure they've done their research into yeah. what they feel is, is the best way to go about yeah. it. Um, you know, I, I'm not a, a chef or restaurateur, so I don't know. No. Uh, but it, I think it's you, you couldn't ask for a better location no. to well, yeah. it's just go for a snack or go for a meal or a drink. It is just a fabulous location. We we have you know, one of the largest urban parks in Europe. Uh, it's a wonderful resource, um, and to sit there on a particularly on a summer's evening, you, you know, yeah. you couldn't wish for a better location. No, no, I've been a couple of times in the evenings, and um, it's, it's so nice just to sit on the terrace, you know, have a have a snack and uh, have a drink. It's just beautiful, and being able to take the dogs with you and things like that. So Absolutely it's so nice, yeah. so cool. Right, talking about restaurants, um, Park House in Sutton Park has uh, caused a bit of a stir. A lot of people not happy that the car is closing, but um, talk of Browns, uh, the, uh, the the sort of, sort of premium. Say cafe bar brand bistro brand i don't know i only know brands from london uh and i know they're super popular uh just interested to think how it's going to work in that park environment i see them more as a town operation than a i've been to the brands in oxford okay a long time ago so again i haven't got recent experience it was a, a surprise to hear and read about what, what mm. the changes were planned again you you've got to um believe that they've done their research and they feel that's the, the best route and best yeah. approach. I know a lot of people um, enjoy going there because of the carvery um, and I, I can understand the disappointment in some ways that it, 
it'll no longer be there. Um, and hopefully, you know, again, the, the, the food that we offer uh, is what people in Sutton want, and um, you know, it'll be turned around to be a good business for them. Yeah, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. At um, least, they, at least, you know, you've got free parking. Yes, <laughs> uh, and there is car parking space, so that's yeah. that's a huge benefit. It is them. actually, yeah. Um, and again, it's you know, it, it's in the middle of the park. Um, yeah. It's a lovely location. It is, um, and I'm sure that the refit and the refurbishment yeah. will will it'll be uh, done tastefully, and yeah. I'm sure that. You know, again, you know, these people are experts in what they're doing, um, and they wouldn't be investing the money that they are of course. Yeah. if they didn't think that, that um, it yeah. was the right way, right, right way to go. No, true. It's going to be interesting. We'll keep an eye on that one as well. And then finally, from the restaurant thing, um, Fox and Dogs closed down and uh, has now going to become an ego, which is... I know there's one in Litchfield. Um, never eaten in it, but I've heard good reports about it. Have you uh, heard I've any eaten, more about it? I've eaten at Litchfield Ego and the one in Cannock. Okay. Um, and the food's lovely. Um, um, it's the, the one uh, thing that's uh, in Litchfield is you don't have any beer on tap. So it's all bottled beer okay. because it's a relatively small restaurant. Yeah. Uh, but the food's very nice. It's it's an extensive menu. They do a Sunday roast on Sundays if people want that. Right. Um, so I assume that again um, that they'll be uh, using the same menu. Um, and uh, again, I mean, I used to go to the Fox and Dogs. Yes. You know, I think we all did. In, <laughs> in, in my early years. Yeah. Um, had you know some some lovely evenings there. Yeah. Some great evenings oh, with. My ex uh, school colleagues when we yeah. we'd left school, but still living in around Sutton. Yeah. So again, I, I, you assume that uh, you know they've done the research yeah. because we're we're losing pubs and suddenly you know having restaurants. Yeah. Uh, which is a different proposition. It is. Um, but maybe they believe that you know, a pub can't survive, generally speaking, now on just serving it drinks. No. It's got to serve the food because that's where the profit is. Yeah. The whole uh, sort of hospitality has changed hasn't it I mean gone are the days where people used to go out just for a drink go I mean I remember yeah you just said the Boston Dogs used to go in there the Four Oaks um, all of these flints Belvoirs they were a, all drink 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 that's yeah. what it was aimed at I and, used to go and that's the halfway house yeah yeah and they were just full all the time yeah full all the time and now uh, it, you're right it is everything's sort of switching over to that food thing I think it's because Alcohol has become so cheaply available in supermarkets and whatever, and people are just drinking at home. Uh, don't want to go. And I think again, the I think again, the uh, the pandemic has actually created this style where people, yeah, oh, we're happy to stop at home. It's cheaper to drink at home. Blah blah blah. And if you want to go out, we'll go out for a meal, then come back or whatever. I think that's, in my humble opinion. I think that the yes, I think that's true, and I also think that people are. Um, they're looking for an experience when they go out, yeah, yeah. Um, rather than just sitting around the table and chatting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you've only got to look at statistics for the number of pubs that are closing yes. on a weekly basis yeah. to know that they're not a viable business no. anymore. Um, and so, obviously, turning into a restaurant, um, they that, they see that that's where there's yeah. going to be profits yeah. in the future. I think that's yeah, right. It's sort of eighty percent food now, isn't it? And then that the, the the few drinkers who come in. I mean, all the, the noise at the Fox and Dogs was the couple of dozen drinkers who've been drinking there since day dot. Yeah, but you can't, you two dozen people can't keep the place going. And um, so, yeah, hopefully they'll still let people go in for a drink and uh, keep it part of the community like it's always been. So yes, be nice. I, I think um, it, it should be big enough for, yes. for them to be able to yeah, do that. Yeah, it's a huge site for um, them. Yeah, and I think, as you said, um, it's a good location again. Um, there's parking on yeah. site, yeah. so um, I'm sure that it'll, it'll it'll be received well, and, and I'm sure a lot of people go. We know whenever I've been to Ego, particularly in Litchfield, it's always been busy yeah. because it's a relatively small um, restaurant. The one at Cannock is a bigger restaurant, um, but again, doing well, yeah. busy. Uh, although it's sort of out, out of Cannock, um, up towards the M6, so it's uh, on a slightly different location. But again, they've got parking there, yeah. and that makes life a lot so, easier. So important as well, yeah. And I, I think also the fact of, you know, if people are having to drive to a location, um, people are happier to drive, have a have a meal, mm-hmm. 
people want to go to a pub for a drink, they're reluctant to drive. The they are, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just don't want to. No, that's no. very true. Okay, um, last thing then we'll talk about Sutton. Um, cinema, at long last, the cinema has been saved. Yes, I think that's great news. It's absolutely fantastic news. I remember going there when I was a kid. I mean, my earliest memory of the Odeon, as it was then, Sutton was a James Bond double bill. And I remember going, the mum and dad were in, and it was, you only live twice in Thunderball. Fancy, two major films on one bill. I mean, you don't get that today. I mean, you'd be in there all day, I think, six, seven hours with the length of the films today. You would. I mean, I, I remember, did we, it was, was it the ABC that cinema? Was, oh, which was down where the Red Rose, yeah, Red Rose Centre Yes, it was, yeah. Um, I remember going there as well. But um, obviously, yeah, it's, it's fantastic news it that the cinema's being saved. Um, it's lovely that it's a, it's a local uh, family that have bought the business, um, who are obviously experienced in, in cinemas. Um, from, the, from what we've heard, I think it's going to turn it around into a real experience and a night, a real night out, rather than just going sitting on, in a seat yeah. and watching a film. Um, that they're obviously passionate about cinema, they're passionate about a film, um, and uh, all we were looking at was a, a building going to rack and ruin. Yeah. And, and thankfully that's been saved. I, there's always going to be the issue now of where people are going to park. Um, I'm sure people will find somewhere to park. Uh, it's a shame in a way that the, that, that element of car parking has gone from yeah, behind. It is. Yeah. Uh, but it's gone and uh, that's that's it now. Uh, people have got to look at alternatives. Yeah. But the, the fact that it, it's, it's at the gateway to, to the town centre um, and such an iconic building that those of us that have lived in Sutton yeah, for years you know and have remembered yeah, fondly. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, it, you know, um, over the years, partly because of its listed status, um, you know, they were struggling to, to undertake the investment yes. and, and yeah. reversion they wanted. And obviously the pandemic was the, the final nail. Yeah, in the coffin, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, it, it sounds amazing. I mean, some of the things I've heard, you know, they're going to try and recreate its former glory. And uh, I mean... It was a beautiful building. Even when you walked inside, that massive staircase going upstairs, the, the foyer, it was just absolutely gorgeous. So hopefully they can sort of uh, capture that again. I mean, I presume we're keeping the three screens like uh, they have at the moment. My, my understanding is there might still be four, but I don't oh, know. Okay. Um, but I, I know they're going to reconfigure the, the big the screen. Layer. Okay. Um, and I think they're going to remove the four ceilings, so they're going to open the whole ceiling, wow. you know, the building as it was. Um, I think that they really want to show the building off for, for what it is, um, and as I said, give people an experience. Yeah. And it would be one of those, I think, where, um, like when you go to Barcelona, you know, the message is look up to yeah. see the, the, yes. the Art Deco. Yes. Um, and I think it'll be the same here, is to go in and, and look up. Yeah. Uh, and I say I think it'll be, uh, it, it's wonderful that it's back, it's wonderful that the building's been saved, yeah. the name's going to be, you know, linked directly with the town. I think it's going to be called the Royal. Oh, right, so, okay. So um, I think it's, a, again, another exciting chapter. Oh, it's so exciting. Um, it really, and really is. I don't, you know, we, we <clears throat> just get on and do it. And yes, let's get, get, let's get in there. <laughs> let's get there and let's get back yeah. to see you. Uh, and it's, it's, it is really, you know, there's a lot of exciting news yeah. in Sutton now. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of positivity and I think that the residents of Sutton hopefully can, can take that because, as, as I said earlier, I think they're desperate to spend their yeah. money in the town. They yeah. want a successful town. They want a thriving town. Um, they don't want to have to go away, no. um, which they are at the moment. Yeah. And uh, we, we're all, <clears throat> you know, we're all part of the town. And uh, if we have the opportunity to reinvest in the town, we will. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I totally agree. I mean, you know, people I speak speak to uh, on a daily basis and or ad hoc, um, you know, Everybody always talks about the glory days of certain, you know, the high street so before the uh, Grace Church Centre. I mean, it was thriving, it was bustling, it was there was so much going on. And then, yeah, when the Grace Church opened, it, again, yeah, it was it was a big thing. And my feeling is that instead of going with times and improving and um, staying in touch with what was happening. It seemed to just go stagnant. Yeah, we've got the Grace Church. That's it. Thank you very much. And uh, that's where we're at now. Yeah, I mean, that's why we've got a very, very quiet Sutton and a lot of empty shops. And, uh, 
this <coughs> is hopefully people, going to turn all that round for us. People, I think, forget that the Grace Church was conceived in the 60s yeah. and built in the early 70s. So it's you know it's, it's a long, long time, time ago, ago yeah. and the shopping experience has changed. You, know, you look at what happened, has happened in Birmingham with the Bull Ring and other areas of the city. You know, you look at how they developed Broad Street, yeah. the Convention Centre, um, the and um, the Utility Arena, um, and obviously Touchwood, Briley Hill. The shopping experience was cha had changed, yeah. predominantly being indoor. Yeah. And I know, you know, look at Litchfield. Litchfield's very different. It's a city. Uh, it's got a totally different environment yeah. experience. Yeah. But fundamentally, we moved to these big indoor shopping, shopping centres. centres yeah. And the Grace Church, as you said, it didn't really move with the times. Yeah. There wasn't the investment no. to try and move with the times. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, it's suffered as with most uh, shopping centres and retail areas um, through people moving online yep. and also the fact of obviously people spending less um, perhaps on clothes and, and those mm -hmm. areas um, we've been through several recessions yeah um, and I think say that the new owners have identified yeah. what they feel is right for the future um, and that will you know be a complete different mix of what's there yeah, it, sounds, it, it does sound exciting I mean you know they're talking about leisure the shops uh, hospitality, even uh, apartments, aren't they? And uh, whatever. Yeah. So it sounds really, really exciting, and it's about time. And as you say, something for everybody to look forward to. Yeah, I think obviously, we, you know, we went through the financial crisis, you know, two thousand eight, and for many years onwards, and we've had austerity. Um, and you can understand the money probably hasn't been there no, to, to exactly, invest. No. Um, and uh, but they've obviously identified you know, huge, that there is huge potential. Yeah. You're sitting in a you know, town that's expanded beyond recognition from yes. when I was at school. Exactly. Yeah. And um, there's a lot more people here. Um, obviously, you know, we've got some very wealthy areas in the town. But regardless of that, I think people just want to be able to be proud of the town again and go and, and spend their money yep. locally. Couldn't agree more. Okay, lovely. Tracy, thanks so much Thank you. for sparing your time this morning. It's been great chatting to you and uh, getting your views. Um, hopefully we'll catch up with you again for a future date and uh, we'll go from there. Thanks again. Thank you. This is Royal Town Talking, podcast for what's on in Sutton Coalfield. Okay, so now we're going to chat to Vicky, um, Vicky Hogan. She's the sales and marketing manager at the Town Hall and she's going to tell us all about what's happening there and... Um, things we can uh, get involved with. So, hi Vicky, thanks for joining us. thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Very happy to be here. Um, so excited to be on a podcast. Yeah, first one as well. Ooh, so, yeah. Um, yeah. So we're hoping it's going to be really, uh, uh, really popular. So we need to get people involved. So, um, you can tell us about what's coming up at the Town Hall, because we've had a really good start to the year. I think we had Women in Rock, which was really, really popular. Um, we had some great feedback from that. And also crooners, believe yeah. yeah, this is so popular. So yeah, really I mean, popular. for anyone that's listening that doesn't know the town hall and like, yeah. know what it is, we're, we're a venue and we have lots of professional and amateur performances mm -hmm. as well as community shows as well. Um, Nigel absolutely loves her, her dog. <laughs> <laughs> He's totally part of the furniture <laughs> and he comes and does all of our photography for us as well. Um, but upcoming shows, we our next one we've got um, Les Mis. Um, which we're very excited about, obviously a very popular show, and that is across um, the 20th to the 24th of February. Yeah, that's Sutton Caulfield Musical Youth Theatre. Yes, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um Again, they they do lots of shows here, yeah, so it's yeah. worth checking them out. Absolutely yeah. amazing. Yeah, the last one was Legally Blonde, which is Which you loved, your favourite. <laughs> yeah, absolutely amazing that was. They're really good. But, yeah. but Georgia, who's the director, she's so passionate about it. And that's so what you need, yeah. So uh, I'm really looking forward to this one. It's, yeah. uh, I mean, it's the school edition because it is a youth group. But uh, well, I the tickets are selling really, really well. Oh, good. Actually, um, there's a, there is a few tickets left. Wow. So you've got to be quick. We will. But they are selling really, really well. So, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. And uh, February half term for any parents listening with children, we have Cartoon Circus on Tuesday the 13th of February. 
um, which is basically like panto but with circus like theme okay. as well so I think it's kind of I don't think we've been here before but that's going to be something really really different um, which should be really fun and we've also got art workshops oh, yeah. as well so we've had art workshops coming in um, quite a few times and all the children there yeah. painting with professional artists and learning wow. new skills so they are doing that across two days 12th and 14th of February so on Monday and a Wednesday wonderful yeah um, and then we've got Easter. So anyone that saw Jack and the Beanstalk yeah. um, across Christmas, um, we they are coming back in um, oh, April. Amazing. And they're going to do the Little Mermaid. Okay. Yeah. So as a panto. Right. So that looks really, really interesting. And um, we've got a 12 o'clock performance on Tuesday the 2nd of April and 4pm um performance on 2nd of April as well because so. yeah, it's just so people know this is just for the one day isn't it it's not like a, a week run yeah no like, it's not like yeah. a big run but if you enjoyed or you missed Jack and the Beanstalk they're an absolutely amazing production company yes um, they really really are so come get a taster for them and we're also thinking um, that we're going to do a free kind of pantomime park this year as well oh. um, just so that people can come to the town hall can get to know our cast and then because we're going to do Robin Hood as our main pantomime this Christmas so mm. yes so for anyone so that's, that's hot off the press now hot off the press <laughs> yeah so we're really excited about that one as well brilliant but we do get booked up yeah so it's just an opportunity for people to you know book yeah. tickets no definitely in advance definitely. as well I absolutely love Robin Hood so I can only remember the film with Errol Flynn Really? Yeah. And obviously Kevin Costner. Yeah. Robin Hood with an American yeah, yeah, accent. Yeah. Very, very good. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, no, it should be great. I've heard people talking about it and the Panto version of it. So it should be really good. So I've never seen it, so I'll be looking forward to it. Yeah. So, uh, and the same with uh, Little Mermaid. I'll have to see if my grandson wants to come along I'm to sure that. I'm sure he will. <laughs> I'm sure he will. Yes. I know that you want to see it as well, Nigel. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie. Anything else you can tell us about coming up? Uh, we've got the greatest um, magician oh, coming yes. up as well with James Felon Stars on the 1st of March. So anyone that's interested in like magic, which I personally am, okay. um, you know, it look, I'm looking at the photo right now. It looks absolutely amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it says dazzling new magic show presented by the magician most infamous for jamming the BBC switchboards after he co correctly predicted the lottery oh my gosh so yeah I will definitely be there now why is, why is he not on my friends list <laughs> <We're on. laughs> okay right cool brilliant okay so um so that's a few of the shows coming up for now um what I will say now to anybody listening we are going to have um updates all the time from the town all about upcoming shows upcoming projects and things like that so we're not going to fill your diaries out straight away we're just going to keep it short and sweet for now yeah and also you can go on our social media and our website yeah as well so some coalfieldtownhall.com for that. Yeah. you know what i mean go for it go for it okay, <laughs> well, we're, we're on all the socials instagram facebook twitter yeah. linkedin so if you do want to keep an eye on what's coming up and how to book tickets yeah. you follow can... Yeah. Follow, follow, follow. Wonderful. Right. So now tell us you've got some exciting projects happening, haven't you? We have. So um, as an official so tonight, we were kind of sad that the cinema had closed down. Mm -hmm. So we have brought community cinema to Sutton Coldfield Town Hall. Right. Um, we, we're doing quite classic films to begin with. So mm -hmm. we've had Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. Do you know right. that one? Nope. No, neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> Very good classic, yeah. then. <laughs> uh, a man called Otto. I've heard of that You've one. heard of that one. You'll have heard of the next one. Elvis. Elvis? Elvis. Elvis. Yeah. 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 But I've never seen an Elvis film. Have you left the building yet? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, the film is amazing. So, uh, absolutely amazing. Aaron Butler was super. Yeah. But we've got this gigantic screen that we pull oh. forward, basically, into the auditorium area. Yeah. Popcorn. It's £5. You get a free hot drink. Ooh. It's really, really nice. Yeah. And you can get, you can book up front or yeah. you can just turn up like you would at a cinema yeah. and then get a ticket. Yeah. So Ooh. you can just do that. Um, the next one for everyone listening is on um, Tuesday the 27th of February and it's The Great Escaper. Have you heard of that one? No. no I haven't either. So I'll tell you what it's about. <laughs> In the summer of 2014, a World War II veteran sneaks out of his care home to attend the 70th anniversary of the... Can I say that? 
commemorative. That's it. On the D Day at Lavin's in Normandy. I do remember it happening. Oh, okay. I remember it being in the news. So, oh, wow. I didn't know they made a film about it, but okay. That'll be interesting. Okay. That'll be really good. Good. Okay. Anything else? In terms of new. Project for anything you're working on, or there's always things going on okay. at the town hall. <laughs> because we, we're a venue, obviously, like we do get in like professional yeah. shows, amateurs, but we also um, we host weddings here. Yeah. Um, you can we have a for example today we've got a dance school in today doing a talent show. Oh wow. Um, we had people come here for conferences. We had um Susan Caulfield networking um event this week on Tuesday as yeah. well. Um, we had a teachers conference. Um, you know, we have weights here, baby showers here, birthdays wow. here. Like, you can literally book it for anything. Okay. And because we're such like a versatile venue, um, I mean, if you haven't been to the town hall, book a view in and we will gladly show you around. My favourite room is the Crush Hall because I just love the chandeliers in there. I love the big fireplace. Really it. Like, it's very, I would describe it as maybe quite regal. Yeah. I don't know if you would agree, but I would, yeah, it gives me that vibe. You know, vibe. It, it's very classy. It's very yeah. it's like reminiscent. Back, it is. It is quite reminiscent. nostalgic. Yes. It is quite nostalgic. Yeah. Um, and you obviously came to VIP events yeah, yeah. Um, that we did and we set it all up and we've got lots of, because we are such a historical venue, we've got lots of memorabilia from mm. like when the Queen visited and like, so I just love like, we had like an old fashioned wine list, you know, like yeah, the private, it's just, and yeah. Like, yeah, and like old fashioned photos and it just kind yeah. of like takes you back and yeah. it's just really, really, it's really nice. It is, it's I love really it. Really cool. Love it. Excellent. So yeah, venue for hire. Uh, so yeah, if people want to find out more, go on the website uh, and get in touch with the marketing team. So, which is me, <laughs> <laughs> which is Vicky. Yay. Yes. Okay. So um, going along from that, from the venue hire, um, I know you just want to talk a little bit about uh, the town hall and that it is a charity, which is something that not a lot of people know. No, so no. could you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. So we became a charity in 2016. So we are a charitable business. And in order to stay sustainable, we do rely on donations. Yeah. So we have been very successful in um, currently securing not for eight million for a new roof, which we're going to get. Um, we're just looking for six million pound more, basically. <laughs> not much pocket change. Not much. Anybody want to write a check? Feel free. But <laughs> every little helps, yeah. you know. And we've we've got a vision. We're an arts venue, an arts yeah. hub. We want to serve the community, and we want to continue serving the community. Yeah. But in order to do that, we do require donations. Yeah. Um, we have a new, I should probably say how to donate. We have a new, if you come to visit, we have a donation station now um, where you can basically tap your card um, as you come in and out. Um, you can donate um, by card online, via check. Um, if you go into our website, we've got a support us page. All yeah. of the information is there or by direct bank transfers as well. Okay. Um, I am currently working with local businesses as well, which mm -hmm. we are very supportive um, of within the community, mm -hmm. yeah. um, whereby because we've got such a fantastic following, businesses are currently collaborating with us as well and supporting us financially right. in return to, to grow their business. Yeah. So um, we're currently working with Fiber, which is an internet provider. Yeah. Um, they sponsor us regularly and they were also our flagship sponsor for Pantomime okay. as well. So there's opportunity out there to kind of support each other. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're just, we're very passionate about keeping this building alive. Yeah, definitely. And I know, as I mentioned earlier, the heritage and the history of the building, yeah. people I think are very emotionally attached to it. I'm emotionally attached no, to definitely. it. I think you definitely, definitely are. Oh yeah, I mean, you've only got to go back. Uh, the more I find out about the town hall, the more I'm like just amazed, you know, when it was a hotel, wasn't it a fire station at one point? Well, it was a fire station. Yeah. And you know the tower. Yeah, yeah. That was for drying the hoses. Oh, my God. There you go. Well, they Trivia. need to come back. Because <laughs> <laughs> it needs a hose. So, any firemen listening, oh. we need your help. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, yeah, so, um, it is. It's just such a wonderful building. Such a wonderful building. Cool. Okay. Um, anything else you want to tell us what's going on? Or is there... Uh... Nope. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. I just want to make sure you've got everything. Okay. I think so. I mean, like I said, like if you go on our website, there's so many shows coming up. We mm -hmm. are a very like we're very versatile in what we um, 
the shows that we have yeah, here. Yeah. So I do think that there is something for everyone. I'm, I'm looking on our website now. We've got ABBA coming up tomorrow for anyone that would love to buy it. You know, everyone. All you dancing queens. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, what a night. We've got on the 3rd of February, we've got Aladdin coming up as well, um, produced by Clark. We've got... Um, Elvis, the ultimate experience, also in February. We've got quite a few shows in February. Yeah, just, just looking there for all of you eighties, uh, eighties uh, kids out there. There's a show Waddy Waddy, and with, um, uh, Nigel's favourite Taylor Swift. Oh yes, <laughs> loves and you've met Taylor Swift, haven't you? I have met Taylor Swift. Yeah. yeah. So many, we've, many we've, years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think um, I have a look online for tickets. There might be a few left for the one in February, but she's coming back. She is um, March. in April. Third of April, yeah. So I definitely think there's a few tickets left there. Yeah. Scummy mummies, but yeah, it's like literally like it's every it, single target it, audience you will find it's something. It's just covers everything, doesn't it? Really? Yeah. yeah. And like, I want to give a shout out to Nostalgic as well. That's a really lovely community group. Yes. Um, Last Thursday of the month. It is, yeah, yeah, every month where people, anyone's welcome. You come in and it takes you back in time, and like you just listen to music, and it's very like, um, what's the word? Yeah, it is. It's just lovely. Oh, brilliant. It's like a tea dance, isn't it? They all uh, just... Uh, do they dance and whatever? They don't do dance. Oh. Well, actually, no, that's a lie. Some of them stand up and dance. Yes. So you are absolutely welcome to dance. No, and, right. But if you just want to, like, come in and sit and listen, that's also fine. It's an opportunity to, like, make new yeah. friends. Yeah, definitely. And if you want something to do in the daytime, you know, and that there is tea and biscuits available. <laughs> and cakes sometimes. Oh, yeah. even better. Yeah. Right, okay, Mickey, thank you so much. Uh, it's really been, oh yeah, it's been great chatting to you. Um, we'll look forward to chatting to you again in um, a couple of weeks' time uh, and find out what else is happening. And yeah. uh, there we go. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>
Howdy there, folks. This here's Wild Bill Hickok, and I reckon it's time to giddy up for the most rootin' tootin' musical comedy this side of the Mississippi. The Tudor Musical Comedy Society is proud to present Calamity Jane, live at the Sutton Town Hall from 25th to the 29th of June. Strap on your spurs and join us for a hoedown like no other. We got a barnstorming show lined up with foot-stomping tunes, knee-slapping lamps, and a whole heap of Wild West fun. Grab yourself a sarsaparilla and mosey on down to the Sutton Town Hall. You'd be plumb crazy to miss it. Our show's as sweet as a peach and full of high-spirited shenanigans. What in tarnation would you miss it for? Join Calamity Jane and her colorful cast of characters for a hooting and hollering good time. Y'all be singing along, toe-tapping, and laughing until your sides split. It's a family-friendly extravaganza that's sure to delight cowboys and cowgirls of all ages. Tickets are selling faster than hotcakes on a griddle. So rustle up your posse and skedaddle on over to the box office at ticketsource.co.uk forward slash T-M-C-S. Remember, the show runs from June 25th to June 29th. Don't miss your chance to be part of this wild, wild west adventure. Yeehaw! We'll be waiting for you, partners. This here's Wild Bill Hickok saying happy trails to you till we meet at the Sutton Town Hall. Royal Town Talking, podcast for what's on in Sutton Coalfield. So moving on to sports. Uh, Each podcast we will be including upcoming local sports events. So if you're in a local team or run one and want to be included in this podcast, then email us at suttoncoalfield at woimtg.com. Right now, here's this week's matches. Friday the 9th, Sutton Coldfield Rugby, Sutton Women's, playing Litchfield away at 7.30 kickoff. Saturday the 10th, football, Sutton Town first, they're playing Shepshed Dynamo away, 3 o'clock kickoff. Still on Saturday the 10th, hockey, Sutton Ladies first, playing Ben Ridding away, 1.30 knockoff. Saturday the 10th again, hockey, Sutton men's first team playing Barton first, away, 2.30 knockoff. Saturday the 10th, football, Sutton United playing Wolverhampton Sporting, away, 3 o'clock kickoff at Pride Park. Sunday the 11th of February, football, Sutton Town women's first, they're playing Solihull Moors, that's a home match at Cars Lane, 2 o'clock kickoff. Royal Town Talking, podcast for what's on in Sutton Coalfield. Right, the last thing to do is to introduce you to another regular slot, which is going to be the music slot, where we invite local bands and singers to send us their track and a little bit of a bio, and we include it on the end of our podcast. So here's this week's. This week's band are Maxwell Avenue. Um, They've been sent to us by Ben Woodward who also wrote the song that we're going to be uh, listening to. And um, he says that their influences are McFly, Busted, Green Day. They're based in Tamworth. They're a four-piece, and they've been together for nearly seven years. And uh, the song is called Everything To Me. So let's give it a listen. No problem. She's just as beautiful as beautiful. That's all that matters. You feel this way when you fall in love. It's nothing like the slush they give you in the movie. Oh, look at these The season tickets for our concerts here. And guess what? Maybe this year you'll agree with me that he has real talent. But maybe. But only he's improved. Oh, my. She said she doesn't like the way she looks. But I say that she means everything to me. She's into morning coffee cups But I know she's like a dose of nicotine I say yeah
Wow, that was great. You can certainly tell the McFly and Busted influences in that album. Well, we wish them good luck. Thanks for submitting that to us, Ben. And uh, that's it. Thanks. Right, so that's it. We're at the end of our first podcast. And thank you very much to everybody if you've made it this far. And I hope you've really found it interesting and informative. And remember, if there's anything that you want us to include on the podcast and any events that you're running, any sports clubs that you're in and run, then please get in touch with us. Email suttoncoldfield at woimtg.com and then we'll get you involved and get you uh, on the podcasts. This is Royal Town Talking, podcast for What's On in Sutton Coalfield. This is a four-pause production for What's On in Sutton Coalfield. <laughs>